Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Throwback Podcast. I'm here with Ginger Shack. How are we doing? Not too bad, Marcus. How are you, young fella? Good, good. Can't remember the last time I was called young, but I'll definitely uh I'll definitely take that. You said uh, you got called young the other night when you went on that Tinder date to the care home. <laughs> Say nada. <laughs> uh, yeah. So episode twenty-four, number eight, and number twenty-four behind me that I just realised before I come when I just come on camera. Uh, so a bit of a bit of a mamba vibe for for this one. Uh, before we get into that, we'll just. Have a talk about the earned edition jerseys. What do you think? See, we, well, we, I think it must have been what episode? It was before episode 10. Yes. We'll go with that. Like, we kind of got uh, a bit of a sneak end, peek. The earned jerseys kind of like leaked, sort of peaked. And we were like, oh, sh-, you know, oh, shit, the Celtics are gone with green. <laughs> and, uh, and I just sort of laughed because, uh, Obviously, it kind of took me back to our episode with our Mo when we mentioned that any kind of just little bit of change and, like, Beantown goes mental. Yeah. But obviously, uh, the Celtics dropped their jersey and people were like, lime green, lime I, green. I don't know. What, what, what are you doing? Crazy but, uh, guys. No, some, some of them have looked great on court. Yeah. One that really got me, and I weren't a big fan of it, Portland. Heat. I like the heat. Oh, I don't know. I no. like the heat. I do, I must admit. Just because I'm not the used heat. to seeing them wear those colours, it kind of stood out a little bit more to me. I like the heat. It just, it just made me want to borrow a Caramac. Yeah, and Jimmy Butler pulled uh, Colin Sexton's dreadlock as well during that game. So that that was nice as well. The the young bull is now the bold bull. Yeah, so. I think Jimmy's gonna uh, probably regret that at some point because he holds a grudge. Does Mister Sexton? I think he does. He does. He looks like that kind yeah, of guy. Yeah. He looks like he's got a list. Looks like he's got a list on the wall, and he'll be ticking Jimmy off that list at some point. I imagine. But no, um, some of uh, and I think what one of the things that never kind of got capitalised when we did first look at it is all of the jerseys have got silver swooshes on them. Yeah. Apart from the Lakers, which has got a gold swoosh, um, nice. which is a nice touch. What would have been better is that for this year, they wore a championship patch because, you know. Yeah. I'm a, you know, as you've got there on your Kobe with the NBA Finals patch, we bloody love a good patch yeah. on a jersey. Yeah. I do. I like, do. You know what I mean? Like when teams don't change their jerseys much, the patch is kind of like the only thing that defines what year it could have been from. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I'd, I'd have quite happily if there was something just done a little bit more. But equally, it's an earned jersey. Give them gold. Personally, I think some of the lower tier teams, like bottom of the barrel teams, that basically got them just because they got invited to the fucking bubble. Yeah. Um. You know. Should have got bronze swishes or like wooden. Yeah. 
but it's nice. It's a little bit of a change, isn't it? And the NBA logo on the back was also stitched in uh, from what I can see, which I've got a couple of authentics. I've got a couple of game ones and none of them are stitched. So that, that was another little change. Uh, getting a lot of questions about are they going to be released over here? I have mentioned it before on the pod that Fanatics, as of next year, I've lost the contract with the NBA. So uh, NBA jerseys randomly are going to be uh, sold from Decathlon. <laughs> Decathlon got the NBA contract. So, uh, yeah. So that's why you're not getting much in Europe because they're limiting the amount of stock that they send over. Obviously, because as of... I don't know, August, that's their contract will pretty much be up, uh, Fanatics. So that's why everything's been a little bit more scarce over here this season. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, decathlon. Yeah. More climbing in rims. I know, it's random, very, very, very random, but I suppose they've just... Purse bids probably went in, as they do in boxing, and they... Uh, they, they, I mean, I'm, they, we're, we're, both, we're both sat here now saying it, Marcus. I'm going to keep calling you Marcus for the rest of this podcast because I just like it now. Right, yeah. It's, it's going um, and uh, we're, we're, we're going to sign up to a Decathlon account and we're going to... Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm going to I'm gonna buy a two-person tent and, I, yeah. like, you know, and, I, and then at the same time, I'm going to buy... And an Embiid. That's what I'm going to do. And an Embiid. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... Let's hope by a, car- by, by a carabiner to go climbing. Let's some shorts. Yeah, let's hope though. Uh, obviously, with fanatics, they kind of uh, predominantly, I imagine, in this country will sell NFL stuff, and there's a lot yeah. of Premier League stuff on there as well now. So let's hope Decathlon put everything behind it and bring over jerseys that we've not been able to get hold of, i.e. a lot of the authentics, i.e. players that aren't just your stars. So, fingers crossed. Uh, It's a good move for NBA fans, and they can get hold of what, uh, what what they want, really, because I think now, a lot of the time, players don't want the jersey of your LeBron James, your Joel Embiid, they want Caruso. They want Matisse. Yeah, I mean, they want random players. They want Maxi. They want whoever. I think. I mean, the way that I look at it is like I've I've not bought the Bulls City jersey this year yet because I set out that I don't like to have too many jerseys in the same player. Yes, okay, maybe I might get a Levine one now because he's an all-star and we didn't get an all-star jersey out of him. Yeah. Um, but equally, I was I was dead set on having a Kobe White or, or a Patrick Williams. Yeah. Um, or even even a Fad Young. Yeah, um, yeah. Fad's, so, been, Fad's been balling out for, uh, for the Bulls this year. Yeah, so... Um, like, I am lucky. I, like in, in terms of like, if I look on the NBA store, probably the same with yourself in terms of like Philly. Most of this stuff I've got. Yeah. Um, so 
I'm in that awkward situation where the stuff that I purchase is, it's ex, you know, I've I've got a plug in America, so you know, stuff gets sent over. Um, so it's a little bit more different. A prime example is um, my main man, Jimby Zink. He was looking at uh, Mitchell Ness yesterday in America and, you know, 10 pages of, of bull stuff. It's just fire. Because, um, you know, it was Paddy's it. Day and, and they dropped that fire Paddy's Day collection, which was like the yeah. D-Rose and the Garnett and the, the Pierce and, and then the Allen. So, but no, I mean to be fair, like at the end of the day, we enjoy buying merchandise. Um, it feeds our, it feeds our, you know, our crave. Yeah. Um, you yourself love buying probably more of the bougie merchandise than, yeah. than generally, you know, you're not you're not copping a an Embiid City jersey or the and one which is effectively known as the Bell End jersey. Yeah, it is. Um, it is uh, hard. Uh, you know, but yeah. you, you buy what you can get, and you, you know the NBA is getting a bit more spread out. Like with the uh, Converse Chinatown market, that was on a lot of sites. Yeah, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to cop a pair of um the the OG Chucks. Yeah, um, one. So you know that's that's always good to help out. It's nice. And Asos, yeah, Asos, which is a random one, but th- there theirs is like you know when you used to go to you go you know when you go Oxford Street and you go in like JD Sport. And they have like a random little. And like, we've got NBA jerseys. They're like, all right, what you got? And they're like, we've got a LeBron Williams and a <laughs> Michael James. Yeah, like, all right, yeah, cool. <sighs> Dickhead. Yes, yeah, that's 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 exactly it. But hey ho, here we are. We're still going to buy. We're still going to cop. We're still going to do all that stuff. So makes no difference. But yeah, decathlon. Uh, yeah, so we'll move on. We we will stick kind of half to jerseys. Uh, yeah. And obviously with it being the Colby episode, I'll ask you first, which was your favourite Colby? Was it Colby 8 or was it Colby 24? I suppose watching the matchups, I absolutely loved watching Kobe 8. Matchups of MJ and you know Alan Iverson at his peak and 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 you know that kind of but of my you know of my age Kobe twenty four is that's the one like you know like we'll get onto it when we talk about the jerseys but like it was synonymous like the, you know Kobe twenty four that's that was how I looked at it and I'm probably more of a Kobe twenty four stand than I would be a Kobe 8 stand, but just in general, bloody love Kobe, because how can you not? Yeah, uh, my, I don't know, I'm not going to say love of Kobe, because I appreciated him, but I didn't really love him. Uh, But the first jersey I ever got was a champion 8 Kobe jersey. That was the first jersey I ever purchased. So I've always kind of, had a soft spot for Colby. Uh, but with me being a Sixers fan, I was like, Iverson was my guy, so obviously. But I'd say Colby 8 for me. The, the memories when I think of Colby now, going back, was like the dunk contest, was like the finals, this jersey, that jersey, against the Sixers, was like Colby wearing... Uh, 
when he was with Adidas and the Crazy Eights. That's kind of what I remember Kobe as in my when I think of Kobe, that's the first picture, the pictures that come to mind. It was like Kobe straight out of high school, like shaved head, and then he got his little fro. Uh, yeah, well, he loved Froby. Yeah, Froby was the one. But don't get me wrong, I think they were two different animals in 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 a way, in that when he flipped to the 24, it was kind of like his goal was to surpass Michael at that point. So it was like, I need to win these championships and I need to win them soon because Father Time is against me now. Whereas when he was young, he was very... He was very free in the way he played. Obviously strategic, but very free. And I think it was it was looking more for legacy in 24, where it was just as eight. I think he was more he's more swaggy, wasn't he? He was more like as eight. He was I more mean, eight, cool. Eight, eight, the, eight. The expectation of him was so. Like the best way to put it, like I think, if we were to put it in rhetoric now, is eight is Zion. Yeah. Like you're being talked about as the next big thing. Or Luca or however you want to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Like you've got that caliber and 24 was MJ, was 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 LeBron. Yeah. You know, that, that like where there's, there's no, like you can't fumble a ball. You can't miss a free throw. Like the pressure on that, Kobe yeah, was 8 you. was was the young guy that came into the league out of high school and played in Italy, you know, was meant to be playing for the Charlotte Hornets, now plays for the Lakers and, you know, matching up with MJ and all-star appearances and, and like you said, winning championships, playing for one of the biggest, you know, coaches okay. that there's ever been in Phil Jackson and the Lakers. And and, and that's that's Kobe 8. But Kobe, Kobe 24 was the brand. Yeah, I think it was well, like that was, that was the movement. That was the movement to being a man, in my opinion. Yeah. That was when he became like, you know, like he started to look at himself as a father, and he and he done some, some, I, some, uh, you know, progress, progressive, progressive shit. Like yeah. you know, he, he made plans for after basketball. It was Mamba mentality, wasn't it? Twenty four. Oh think. yeah. It was eyes on the prize. He had a goal. He'd set a goal to try to surpass Michael. Obviously he didn't, but is what it is, isn't it? I think when you think of shooting guards, it's like Mike, Kobe, and then everybody else, you know, Dwayne Wade's probably the closest to those two, uh, in my opinion. Like, I think it's, I think that's what defines it for me is, you can argue over who the best centre is. You can argue over who the best power forward is. You can argue over who the best point guard ever is. Um, but kind of that shooting guard position, no matter even now, if you're a player in the league now, you're playing for the bronze medal. Yeah. Like yeah. the only way you could be bigger than MJ or Kobe is you go and win ten championships and yeah. you do it all for one franchise and you make your own brand and become like the thing. The fucking king of the world, like yeah. The thing that happen. the NBA is kind of positionless now. So back then, 
you did have your shooting guards, your point guard, your, but it's all that, like you look at uh, Luca, is playing point guard. LeBron is playing point guard, calling them point forwards. You've got James Harden, who's blatantly a shooting guard. He's playing point guard. You've got Kyrie Irving, who I thought was a point guard, who's playing shooting guard. You've got KD, who can play anywhere. You've got Ben Simmons, who guards every position. You've got, it's so positionless basketball at the moment. So to nail down and say, I think the last great shooting guard was probably Dwayne Wade. I think before the transition kind of coming, yeah. Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson, uh, but yeah, it's, it's yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. Uh, I do agree with that. I think Clay Thompson has to. I mean, it's not a Clay podcast, but I think he has to at some point cement himself in the top ten shooting guards of all time already. Yeah, you know, he's he's got three champions, and then then you've got obviously. You, you talk about the likes of Tracy McGrady and and yeah. things like that, and he, even Tracy played it small forward. Like you know, it's it's just Crazy. yeah, I agree. Like Dwayne Wade, yeah, you never seen Dwayne Wade starting at the point really. You never seen him probably some games he was experimenting yeah. with. You never seen him playing at the small forward. So yeah, he was yeah. cemented in that in that shooting guard slot. Yeah, so, yeah. So I think that's it. I think, but for me, I'm going to say eight. You've said 24, which this wasn't planned before, so it's kind of nice. It's nice now moving over into like our top five favourite Kobe jerseys so, because although you've said 24 is your favourite and I've said eight is my favourite, will that translate into the jerseys that you choose? Or... We shall see. We shall see. Obviously, because it's five... There is one number that's took the lead. There is one number for mine. And there is one number uh, for mine. So it'll um, be and I'll be, it'll Yeah. Be so I'll let So I'll you let, went you went first on the MJ, so I'm gonna go first on the coach. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I was so, gonna say that. So my first one, rookie. Rookie Kobe. What colour? Uh, yellow. So yellow. I'm gonna say yellow because it's not gold. It's yellow. Okay. Yeah. The the round the round Lakers collar. Always been my favourite kind of Lakers jerseys. Don't get me wrong, I don't mind it, the, like yeah. the one you've got on, but I've always preferred it. So that for me is, that's a grail piece. Like I don't have, but I don't have, I only have one Kobe jersey, but it's an all-star, so I don't have a, I don't have a Lakers Kobe jersey. So. That is a grail. Yeah. And the beauty of that jersey that season was the gold logo. Because it was the 50th yeah. anniversary, so that kind yeah, so of... so that's another reason why it's a big fan of mine. Um, the next one that uh, was was on mine was the 2001, I believe it is, All-Star Game. Red? Kobe and... Yes. MJ and Kobe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, MJ and Kobe. So it's that red one. It's kind of like the sort of like eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it throwback. Was. Like I love that one. There's that iconic be... picture of like where they stood there. Like funnily enough, funnily enough, I don't know. I don't know if you're able to see it on camera. Probably won't be able to. See. Oh yeah, you can. Uh, my mate sent me that yesterday. Uh, so basically, he'd watched the last podcast. And said yeah. that's the only jersey he'd have chose 
outside of the ones that we chose, the Michael Jordan white one. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Eki for uh, for that. And, and shout out to us. Like we 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 clearly picked like some of the best the yeah, best MJ jerseys. We, so we know what we're talking about. So that's the Colby one that you're talking about but now. That's, yeah. So that that for me is like that's. Like I'm, I'm a very like like for the same reason that I love the um that I, I said the LeBron All Star jersey with the Kobe picture, yeah. Um, you know it's synonymous with a picture. Um, so that's that one. The next one is the Lost Lakers. Okay. So I've always no no the other one. Yeah, the other one, white one. Yeah. So white one. No, it's just like Laker White, so Sunday yeah. White, but Lost Lakers on it. Um love that. Love that jersey. Yeah. Just loved any of the jerseys that had the loss on it. So I love the Lost Bulls. You know, the, the Lost yeah, Suns. I, I loved all them. I've got a, a uh I've got a Lost Lakers long sleeve jersey coming, actually, funnily enough. To, the th- to a throwback store near you. Uh, yeah, so um, that's a cool jersey. Like, I just thought it was different. And one that I kind of had to include because it's... For the, probably for the reason that I picked 24 is is the Lakers purple. Yeah. Lakers purple Kobe jersey, um, which I think is probably the most sold jersey outside of an MJ jersey that there's ever been sold. Like, so you know, this- everyone that... Is this the 24? Yeah, so the, the purple. That's, so the purple. That's, so, a dope, that's a dope jersey. So at the minute, I've done four of them. So the first one was an eight. The second one was an eight. The next one was a 24. The third one, the fourth one was a 24. And now we're on to the last one. And the last one is the 2009 All-Star jersey. Right. It's the red one. I'm going to have to have a look now. I'm going to have to have a look. 2009. It's a beauty. Two, oh, oh, no. The year Iverson turned up and he shaved his braids. Oh, yeah. Uh, Texas. Phoenix. Phoenix. Yes. And Shaq and Colby were joint MVPs. White. He's like, I had a Chris Paul on the throwback store for ages, if you remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. So oh, that's, 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 that's a, a jersey I rate. Like, yeah. big fan of that one. See, I like the year where like, the, the West always wore red, and like the, the the East always wore blue. It was like a thing for a long time. Like, yeah, I've not, uh, I've not picked any All Star jerseys in mine. Random. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so my first one is this one. Is my fit my first? This is kind of synonymous with the Sixers, so that's the reason I've got these. Uh, that final series. Uh, the second one is the eight again. The one that you pick. You pick the yellow. I pick. I pick the purple. The the purple Kobe rookie. Uh, the third one. Is I think it was two thousand and two. They brought it back this season. The blue Lakers, 
cursive. Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number that eight. Was a, it was a close. That was a close one for me. Yeah. Um. That was a close, and there was another one that was quite close. But I'll wait for you to to go for the rest of yours, and then I'll, I'll I will see if we can come to some sort of how close it was to potentially maybe being on yours if it's not. So that's three, and you can see already all mine are eight. Uh, the fourth is the eighty-one point game, the white number eight. Uh, just for how iconic the game was, uh, Jalen Rose is still having nightmares about that now. Uh, and the last one is a 24 2010 finals when he won his fifth. Uh, nice patch in the corner. Well, what they used to do with the finals patch is kind of for a couple of years, they did it with the Celtics as well. Rather than having the patch that side and the NBA logo, they kind of joined the two and I'd like the NBA logo within the patch. I liked that. I liked yeah. it when they done that. That, that, was, that quite, was nice. That was cool. Uh, so that, yeah. that, is a, that is a fire five. Another one that came close for me was uh, the MPLS one. Oh, yeah. 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 I like, seen a picture not long ago of LeBron wearing. Uh, the Kobe MPLS jersey, yeah, like a yeah. light blue. So, so yeah, I was uh, I was a fan of that one. Like, yeah, yeah, some great jerseys though. And like, I didn't even like I say we could probably make another one with all star jerseys, and we could probably do another one with team. Well, I, cer- I certainly and I, cer- I mean the NBA have got a nice thing like because when I was searching Kobe jerseys, there's an article and it just says Kobe Bryant a jersey history. And it's got every single jersey wore in his career, and like, see, going through that, oh, mate. I know the nostalgia. Like, it, like it's like it was. I, I enjoyed more picking the Kobe jerseys than I did the MJ and the Le, and the LeBron. I did. I loved the. I loved doing the coat. Like there was, I was like, oh, like we haven't got a number ban on this one, so I'm like. 2012 Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they played Argentina in an exhibition game and wore Dream Team jerseys exactly. with the CD on it for, for Chuck Daly. I was like, oh, man. Like, I could have, like, and there was the Black Hollywood Knights. Like, uh, just, there was just loads, mate. Like, so many, so many Kobe jerseys. Like, so, like, the 2016 All Star, like, his last All Star game, like, that red one. one in Toronto. Just with, like, West on it. Yeah. Like, like, Amazing. it was it. Some dope, dope Kobe, Kobe Bryant, I'm going to go out there and say he's got the best jersey, jersey range. The uh, lot the, in there, there's a lot of jerseys. And the thing is, the variation of numbers. Like, you could... Uh, saying that, if you give LeBron with the six, he had some dope jerseys in Miami. Yeah, but even then, we're talking about, like, with, with LeBron, we had an option of three different teams. Yeah. Well, two, because we, we've kept it to 23. Yeah. If we opened it up, I can safely say that the three of my five would have probably been heat jerseys. Yeah, I'd have definitely had the King, the one with King James on the back instead of... That was a dope concept. I loved that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, I loved yeah. it. I loved, I loved picking, like, like the, the Kobe the Kobe jerseys. Yeah. We're yeah, um, we may, we may, we getting into the 30s now. So... You've got Shaq, you've got Magic Johnson, you've got Patrick Ewing. You've so, got Steph Curry. 
Yeah, we 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 could. Steph Curry's had some dope jerseys, so we could we could make this a thing. That's because that's because they released nineteen yeah. Warriors jerseys this season. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, we could. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you think we should continue to do this kind of every. We don't need to do it every episode. Like we can just pick our favorite player uh, with that number. Uh, but we can also go in depth with some of the bigger players you like, so Shaq, Kobe, Mike, LeBron. Obviously, we've missed out on some. Uh, the likes of Iverson, we've missed out on. The likes of Vince Carter at 15 would have been nice. Uh, so, yeah, but we was kind of still getting our feet come the first 10, so we kind of know what, what we're doing. Well... To an extent, now maybe just waffling that, isn't it? Yeah, just talk shit for half hour. Uh, so I've just mentioned it then, and we did it on the last one. Who is your favourite player that wore the number twenty-four? That is not Kobe Bryant. So there was a couple. Um... One that the immediate when that when you when when the question was like there and I sort of thought about it, first player that came to mind, the War Twenty Four, was Paul George. Yeah, yeah. Before he was PG thirteen. Yeah. So then, I was like, well, I've got to go with the greatest player to ever wear twenty four for the Bulls, the White Mamba. There you go, Brian Scalabrini, and it sticks with the kind of theme. Black Mamba, White Mamba. Both championship winners. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, really. That's, that's <laughs> mine. Uh, I'm going to go back, go way back, and stick to the my roots in Philadelphia and go for Bobby Jones. Uh, nice, Bobby Jones. Nice. But, but 24 is another one of them numbers that I feel like... Uh, a bit like twenty three. It's got a credit around it. Like you, you, you're not. You're a bit. Do you know what I mean to wear it? It's a bit like yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie you know, did, he, didn't he? Last year, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, um, I do like. Spencer. No, he wore eight. Did he not wear eight? No. Uh, might might be both. You know, I'm sure. I, know. I might be lying. It, the, the, might be eight. You might be right. Might be eight. Yeah, I think the Nets retired it, didn't they, after Kobe passed? Quite yeah. a lot of teams kind of... Because there was the awkward thing where they, all the teams were doing it. And um, as a Bulls fan, I was like, well, that's that's Lowry marking it and Zach Levine changing their number. Mm. Um, but then, but then they, you know, they, they chose not to because equally they chose to honour the memory of the number rather than retire the number. Um, yeah, which is which nice, is, really. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Lowry Marks needs to put his finger out his arse and actually do something while he's wearing it. So, Like play basketball. Uh, yeah, so great, great stuff. Got some questions, some good questions. Uh, I'll start with a good one because I think we got a couple that were similar to this. Uh, ben Bean said, which current player is the most Colby in their game? And... Uh, Alex Totti, Wizards UK, said which modern player has have which modern players have the Mamba mentality. So very similar uh, question. 
there. Uh, do you want to join us? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of people that people like to claim has that mentality. Um, and I think it largely goes back to people they feel like Kobe worked with. Yeah, take two. Mines isn't, isn't somebody who he worked with. Mines is Damian Lillard. Yeah, yeah. yeah because I, I think he's... He's very, I mean, he recently done an interview and he was talking about like he's never forgot the hard work. And he just, it just, like, it reminded me of Kobe. Like, he drags it through, he comes up in the clutch, like, yeah, okay, he hasn't won championships, like, fair enough. But nobody would say no to Dame Lillard being on their team. No. Simple as that. Like, the man is a killer and he's got that Mamba mentality. He's got that. Yeah. That fire in his belly. So for me, for me, it's, it's Dame Lillard, Dame Dollar. You know what I mean? Well, two come to mind for me. Uh, the first one is Russell Westbrook. Because just the pure... Not so much over the last few years. Because obviously, I don't think Westbrook's game was ever going to translate late in his career. Because he... He always lived off athleticism and natural that that natural gift of being naturally athletic, and I think a lot of people thought when he does come to the end of his career, he's probably going to struggle a little bit more than some other players uh, from that era. But I just think his tenacity, how intense he is, that forward, 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 never stopping. Uh, I think. Westbrook's got it, and Jimmy Butler showing it me in the playoffs last year. Uh, yeah, okay, absolute beast, just didn't stop. You've seen the, the famous picture now where he's hunched over on the announcer's table, struggling to kind of carry on because he was playing 40 minutes a night and he was giving everything. And I think that is Mamba mentality. I think going that extra mile when you feel like you've got nothing left in the tank. And I think Jimmy's got that in abundance. Uh, he'll do anything for his Obviously, team. Like, like you, you attested to it. The prodigal Kobe son is Jason Tatum. Yeah. Like, you know, he's, he's very much sort of like, you know, he was probably who Kobe was quite happy to pass the corner on to. Um, so him yeah, and, and another one, him and Kyrie. I think yeah. he had a good relationship with Kyrie yeah. too. So I think you know, like, but but I certainly, I'd like to think that the people we've picked, the listeners previously wouldn't have expected us to. Like, I don't feel like they're the the bog standard answer. I don't feel like, yeah. but I feel like they've been justified as well. Like you know, yours with with Russ and also with um. I'll be honest, initially with the Ross thing, I thought you were aiming at the selfishness for the ball. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, and then obviously you've got like Jimmy and, and you know, like I said about Dame. So, no, I think yeah. like, we're, you know, we're, ne- we're never going to see it again fully, but it's, it's a nice. beautiful. It's nice that his game has translated and that kind of yeah. mentality is translated to some of the, some of the players and some of the younger players like Tatum, he's still only 20, isn't he? You know, and yeah. and he and, and he'll always be twenty. So uh moving on, next question is 
Oh, this is a good one, and it kind of sticks with Colby as well. So we are uh, Milko has sent this in, and he said, uh, "My question for the next episode is: If LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan didn't exist, who would be the goat?" Magic Johnson, Stephen, Stephen Curry. Do you think so? Or Alan Iverson. Okay. 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 Yeah, I can see that. No, no, I see where and you're going. Iverson. No, I see I see where you're going with that. And I didn't look at it like that. How you've looked at that question, you've took that question completely different to how I, I have. So you've took it as what would have happened if they weren't there. I took it as a different way. So I was looking back. You was looking forward. You've you've See, gone. I was I was to an extent, but I was also looking at. So the, Michael Jordan changed the game. Kobe changed the game. Um, LeBron changed the game. Allen Iverson changed the game, and so did Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, no matter what you say now, like any team, if they could draft a carbon copy of Steph Curry, yeah, they would want it. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, elite ball handling, fantastic basketball IQ, and can probably throw a basketball through a hoop while having a piss on the ride on the back of a donkey. Yeah, yeah, I totally so, you know, like, I just absolute dead shot. So I was going, I was looking back, I was going. So if it, if they weren't around, I'd be looking at Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain. But you've gone well. If Jordan wasn't around, you'd have maybe, I don't know, maybe Isaiah Thomas is the GOAT. Maybe Patrick Ewing is the GOAT, you know? I mean, he's not even the GOAT in MSG in a minute, is he? So, I know, he can't so even like, get in. <laughs> he can't even so get shout in. Out to him. Shout, I, I do love the beautiful, while we're on the top of you, I do love the beautiful sentiment of him winning, uh, winning a title with uh, not not you know, the March Madness for NCAA, but he won, a, won, you know, won some silverware with uh, Georgetown as the coach um, after being a player with Georgetown and losing um, his championship game to Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I like the way. So I, I'd probably say, you, yeah, you, do you know what? Steph Curry's a shout because you just don't know. Steph Curry could because well, if you look at if you look at Alan Iverson right and and a particularly so you look at Iverson and you take away Kobe so Iverson's probably the only one that I've mentioned that's played of all three of them players yeah mm. like in terms of like in the league so Iverson the jersey you're wearing now wouldn't exist because the Sixers would have won the chip Possibly, that have yeah. then battled on. That have then battled on. Probably won it again. Yeah, maybe. Cleveland equally wouldn't have been a dominant force. Philly dynasty. Yeah, you know, you look at Steph Curry. They wouldn't have lost that championship to the Cavs. They would have won it. They'd have done a free peak. I know. There's nobody else on the. On there was nobody else on the East too. You know, they probably would have still gone on a tear, and then the Lakers probably wouldn't have won it last year. Yeah, you know, so that's. That's kind of like what. What I think is interesting about yours is yours is all players that okay. Magic Johnson and MJ played 
Yeah. And the league together. But, you know, none of these players touched each other. They were nowhere near, you know, Magic Johnson was, was retiring when Alan Iverson was still yeah. in high school. And, and, you know, LeBron James was, was, I think he was probably six or something, you know, like yeah. mad, like. Yeah. So, so in the grand scheme of things, I think, I want to know who other people think, man. Yeah, like, I know. That's a it's a really good question. Really, really good question. Uh, but I'll I'll just stick with Magic Johnson just because I love magic. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll cement my I'll cement my belief on Steph Curry. Okay, I like that though. I like I like that you're uh, that you're going down on that one. Uh, Suns fans UK asked you the Kobe memory against the teams you guys support that sticks out the most the Kobe memory for me against against the Bulls would be again the iconic image where they're both stood there there's a free throw line Kobe's got his hands on his hips MJ's got his hands on his hips and they're both kind of leaned over and they're just having a polite word that for me is the biggest yeah Kobe Bulls memory and I think that goes hand in hand with that picture that you showed earlier. Um, that yeah. for me was, you know, a real passing of the gauntlet, uh, uh, a poignant moment in, in in NBA history. You don't need to know who won that game. Kobe won more games against MJ than than MJ won against Kobe. So uh, he he took the he he won the personal battle. Um, but it's it that picture. You know exactly what it is. It's, yeah. Synonymous, you know, you'd have on a canvas on the wall, and you know, everyone would know what it meant. Yeah, uh, my favorite moment was obviously the probably the finals, the jersey they've got on. Uh, just that really like kind of cemented my love of basketball. That did, uh, the finals are, are a bit mad, aren't they? So, obviously, we won the first game, and you get that hope, and you get that, oh, actually. We, we might do this here. And then they come back and won four in a row. Uh, but after game one, you're a bit like, it's just one what game. I love, what I love about that series is even the most iconic thing about that series isn't the Lakers winning. It's yeah. Iverson stepping over Ty Lue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, but yeah, that, that for me, that final series was kind of what made me properly fall in love with basketball, so that yeah, that's 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 huge. Uh Stu Wilcox sends eighty six questions. And they're all fire. I know, I know. Uh he's slagging off the Celtics here. I think we do that enough, so I'll ignore the first question, but you will be able to see it if you're on if you're watching on YouTube, but I'm not reading it out. Uh, he's, he was talking about the the Orlando Magic. Uh, he was saying about trading Fournier, Vooch and Gordon, blowing it up, starting again, and where do they land? Uh, G League. <laughs> I think... I don't know. I don't know. I think they need to blow it up, though, the Magic now. I don't think. I think they've got some good young players. Yeah. Uh, Cole Anthony. I mean, I think uh, the, uh, the Magic are a fun team to watch. 
you, know, you look at like Jonathan Isaac, you look at um, you know, Mo Bamba, like all Gary of these Trotz. guys are Gordon. Yeah, like they're fun to watch. Markel Fultz, like you know, they're all fun players to watch. So I I hope that Orlando does have a resurgence. Um because it's always the league's always better I've said when the Knicks are winning, the Bulls are winning, and the Magic are winning. Like you know, like they're the teams you want to see in playoffs. Nobody gives a shit about the Atlanta Hawks. Do you know what I mean? Or, or even even the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they're one of the lowest supported teams. Like, in Milwaukee. Yeah, in Milwaukee. Uh, also, just to clarify, Myers Leonard, absolute dickhead. Just going to leave that one there. Yeah, Myers Leonard is a dickhead, and he's now in Houston. Well, they reckon he's getting waived. Is he getting waived? They must just be putting oh, kids in Houston. John Wall. No, I really like John Wall, actually. Great guy. You're just mad that John Wall never flew over for the global games. You still hold it against him. John Wall. I'm gutted that he didn't. And uh, Pazingis as well. Lazy yeah. pair of... I was got a Joakim Noah. They waved Joakim Noah a week before the game. Still the reason I wanted to go. Uh, Stu also... At- he puts a question mark, but I think he's saying the jersey's fire. Uh, what we think about the Nets earned jersey, the what they're calling the Subway jersey. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Good concept. Again, my mate yeah, Eki messaged me the other day uh, talking about that. He seemed to like it. So I think people are getting behind it. Uh, I think that, that, I think that's question time done. Uh, Everybody who's asked the questions already got a T-shirt, so. So there we are. I, 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 did, I did get one other question, but it was I only got it like half an hour before like we started the pod, and it was just a bit difficult. Hit me. It was uh, from, from Kieran Lynch, favourite Kobe shoes. Top okay. three. Oh, I like that. So, so mine are Kobe 1. Like the Pro Tro. Yeah. Uh, the Kobe 5. Yeah. Um, and the Kobe and the Kobe AD. So it wasn't it wasn't a shoe particularly wore. It was more of a lifestyle model, but I love the Kobe AD. A lot of players played them. Isaiah Thomas had some and Devin oh. Booker had some beautiful PEs in it. Like, yeah. It was kind of like mid-top, sort of just like, yeah, it was nice. So I've got three off top. Uh <laughs> the Crazy Eights, the Adidas, uh, the Colby four. I've got four. I've got four. I've got four. I've got five. I've got five. I've got five. Right, Crazy Eights. Yeah. The Nike Harachi. Two K three or four. I don't know which one it is. I add them okay. myself in purple and yellow. Uh, they're one of my favourite shoes. Really comfy to play in as well. Ended yeah. up years later selling on an e- selling them on eBay for thirty four pounds. Had wore them three times. Yeah, I know. I know. Crazy. Uh, third one, Bruce Lee's. Fourth one, 
Kobe, Iverson question ones, purple and yellow. When he was All on, right. when right. he was on, when he was no, on his, no. his sabbatical. His sneaker free agency period when he wore some beautiful Jordans, like the Concords, like in the Lakers colorway. The That's freezing. it. You've just said it. You've just said it. The Concord. Yeah, right. Done. Five over. Kieran Lynch, yeah. for that, you get a T-shirt. Done. Made that decision. Well done, Kieran. Well done for firing the question in. Now you get a T-shirt. Send me your address. I may have it anyway because I'm sure you've bought stuff from me. But drop me a message on Insta, Twitter. I think you normally message me on Insta. Drop me a message on Insta and I'll get that T-shirt over to you. Done. And sorry to Rich Barrett as well because I spoiled the surprise that he won a T-shirt the other day because he was halfway through the podcast and then he started texting me and I said... Oh, don't forget to send your address so I can get that T-shirt out to you. And he was like, oh, I've won a T-shirt. I was like, yeah, why are you talking to me about haircuts then? Why are you talking to me about the podcast if you've not finished it yet? You've finished the podcast. But yeah, but shout out to Rich. And sorry for spoiling the surprise. Fucking ruined it, didn't you? Ruin it. All the time. All the time. But yes, uh, I think we're done. Episode 24 done. Next one, the Ben Simmons episode. What? what? Why are you looking like that? What's it, what's it going to be? Just half an hour of disappointment? <laughs> no, we're not talking about my sexual exploits here. We're talking about the Ben oh, Simmons wait. episode. I'm, I'm already sorted for the, for the Ben Simmons episode. I'll just go upside down. There you, oh, you can't. <laughs> Yeah, you should do, though. That's what you should have done. Yeah, so episode 25 next time. uh, We'll talk about our favourite players that were number 25. We'll talk about some other nonsense that you probably don't want to listen to. Uh, Very much. But, yeah, so uh, we shall see. anyway, because I'm sure it'll be dead good. Oh, it will be dead good. It will be dead good. Uh, Like, definitely be dead good. Uh, And hopefully... On the next episode, I'll have my Grail jersey with me, but I'm going to leave that there just as a little, little, little teaser. Uh, I know, I know. You're going to have to go out and buy a jersey with number twenty-five on it now, or go through the collection and see if you've got one. I do. I I have a custom NBA Chicago Bulls City jersey with Ginger Shack and twenty-five on the front. There you go. You're already better than Ben Simmons. Right. We will see you on the next episode. Peace.